Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What's up, family? This is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. I'm your co-host, Nikita Monroe-Thomas. And we have a special guest today. Um, He's a digital content creator. He's also the CEO of Vont Leak Studios. We have Mr. Vont Leak himself. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, so let's let's get right into it. What what made you get into the g- digital content space? Like who inspired you or what inspired you? Um, I think it really for me started it definitely started at a young age. Um, uh, but to get into the space of digital content creating, I always loved watching shows growing up like uh Saturday Night Live or even when I was younger, like iCarly and stuff like that, you know. I mean, shows that are like iconic staples for kids and then Saturday Night Live for older people in the space of like uh, sketch comedy and stuff like that. Um, so I did it for a while uh, while I was younger. And then I just, I guess I grew more of a love for it as obviously, you know, in the past, well, in recent years, many, many people have, of, um, have grown to do more things on social media and digital pl- platforms, podcasts, YouTube. Um, so like, yeah, just all, all around different digital media platforms. And so, what I want to do is become an entertainer in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the entertainment industry. So an actor or a talk show. Well, I want to be a talk show host more specifically, but also I would love to dive into acting and then become some type of producer. And then because there are so many platforms for me to be able to do that accessibly as opposed to having to wait until uh, Blockbuster sees me, you know, back in yeah. the day, um, I decided to take it upon myself to go and do do whatever I want to do on my own, to be able to create my own uh, shows and my own content, hopefully somebody sees it, and then hopefully it skyrockets from there. So so speaking of uh, creating content, um, so did you go to school for, like, uh, communications, or what did you go to school for? Uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm, a, I'm about to be a sophomore in, uh, at William Pattis University, and so I do go to school right now for uh, media production. But in high school, I went to, I went to Trent Central High School, and I, I uh, specialized in doing communications work there. So I went to like the, 
my community of Trenton Central High was uh, the School of Communication. So yeah, I did like radio, TV, film, um, and learned about that aspect in there. But even like I said, even before then, it was started like I guess for middle school. So um, I I did started just there, and then I learned little things here and there. I was like, okay, I want to continue to grow and uh, do things like that. And so I went upon myself to do that for high school and then grow to be able to find a, a place that felt more fitting for me to do it for college. And obviously college is where um, you have a lot. I mean, I guess now so it's anywhere, but college is really uh, like a big place for networking. So, but I mean, networking it happens anywhere, like any, any time, any place. So you're in school right now. Do you, is it just you alone doing the, um, the, the, the media and everything like that? Do you have a team or is it just you right now? Yes, uh, so the company is called Violent League Studios, but I do have an amazing team. Um, my girlfriend is, um, she plays a part in the company with me. Obviously, uh, I run things, we, me and her run a lot of things together and shout out to her because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. Uh, one of my boys, Kadir Armstrong, who is a co-host on my podcast, Stay Woke. And then he's, um, he plays a part in the new show that we're, um, that we're, that we're about to launch this week coming up. And then my team for the new show, which we just expanded and started. We just finished. We just finished filming the new show, and it debuts on August twelfth. But my team on there, we have a, a technical director. Shout out to Mrs. Tom Grady. I have a team of production assistants and like co-writers and stuff. So shout out! I'm going to shout out everybody. Uh, Tom Grady, my girl Mora, uh, Tyler Gentry, uh, Tatiana Canty, Rashid Webb, all of them. I, I, whatever I do it would not be possible and look as amazing as it was or does if it wasn't for them. Uh, before we get into your new show, um, let's talk about your show at, uh, in college, the morning commute. How, how is that going yep. and what's, what's in the future for that? So morning commute is a show that I started with my boy, Arthur, um, and one of our friends, uh, Zaria, and I met both of them in college and we started a, a morning show on the radio station up there, Brave New Radio, because uh, Brave New Radio at the, the the radio station at William Patterson is New Jersey's. Or, I'm sorry, it's uh, the number one college radio station in the nation. Mm. So to have such a prestigious honor to do a show on there, we were trying to think of something different and uh, something different to do. So we brought some, and there's a lot of amazing, amazing shows on Brave New Radio. But what we what we wanted to do was bring a different um, light to some of the shows that are on the station. Um, and so what we do is, uh, every Monday, well, as, of, uh, as quarantine went into effect and we came home, we haven't done it, but we plan to restart once we go back to school this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, we, every Monday from six to 9 AM in the morning, uh, we do a show, uh, it's called morning commute where we talk about, uh, pop culture, uh, entertainment. We talk about celebrity gossip. We play, uh, hip hop and R and B. And doing that has been really, really amazing. Before we did that, I was in the podcasting world. And obviously, because of both audio, a lot of people would think that they are relatively the same. But there's a lot of uh, other things that come with doing radio. And so that has definitely been um, an outlet that I've been blessed to be able to have a platform to work on. And I definitely hope to do something in radio uh, and progress in the future. So speaking of your podcast, what made you... Um, start your own podcast, the Stay Woke podcast, and you also have a one-year anniversary coming up. What made you start your own instead of maybe co-hosting with someone else or just being a guest on other people's podcasts? Um, I think one of the most important things, especially with everything going on in today's society, is having your own voice, you know? Um, and it, kind of, it sounds it, it, it sounds contradicting because I'm a guest on you guys' show right now, which <laughs> I thank you for. But... 
Um, one of the things that I, cause I listened to you guys, uh, before, I mean, being an interview, uh, being a, a guest on your show, I listened to you guys. I listened to other local podcasts in Trenton, like Yada Debates, like the podcast brothers. And I love hearing, mm-hmm. um, the, the voice that you, not only that you allow guests like me to bring, but the voices that you guys have when you don't have guests on. Yes. Um, and I feel like that is definitely something as opposed to everybody just riding off each other, um, I feel like that's something that's important in this society for you to have your own voice and know what you stand for as opposed to being like, Oh, well, I'm just going to agree with what he or she says. I mean, that's okay. But why, um, why just hide behind? And I mean, I guess it changes for everybody depending on the personalities you have, but I'm a very, I call myself a very introverted extrovert. So I, I love to be vocal, but I won't really be vocal if I'm not, um, around like my crew. So I, I've, I've started to stay woke to, bring light to a lot of topics um, that I talk to with my co-host every single week. And then the guests that we've had on that show as well to talk about the things that they're doing, but also we've branched off and talked about, um, especially 2020 has just been very, uh, it's been like the, the year for content creators because obviously Hollywood shut down. So we talk about social issues like um, racism. We just talked about, uh, we just shot an episode today where we talked about everything going on with the Ellen DeGeneres in- uh, investigation. Mm-hmm. And then when black lives matter was a thing, we talked about the importance of that. Um, we, we keep people woke. That's essentially what that is. And that's exactly what I try to encompass every single week when we do that show. So it seems like your podcast has a lot of diversity. What, did, what makes your podcast different from a lot of the other podcasts you think? Um, I think it's, that's a, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I try, like, well, like I said, I try to, I, I pick apart different pieces of what, um, a lot of other podcasters do, but I think more importantly, it's the fact that we, do our best. I'm not going to say we, we, we do, but we do our best to bring a voice to the voiceless, you know? Uh, and there's not a lot of podcasts that do that nowadays. And I try to bring a voice to the voiceless or I, 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 I bring a lot of people on that, uh, to encourage them to continue to do bigger and better because it would be wrong of me who have had so many mentors and people that have brought me up to not give, to not give whatever blessings I've been bestowed to give to other people or to, even if people aren't on the podcast to talk about things that they, uh, to talk about uh, different things that they have going on. So I guess it's definitely, I think it just really depends on the topics that we talk about and how we can offer a different perspective. You know, you don't see, well, I'm not a hundred percent sure how many, pro- I mean, you could, I'm not sure about you personally, but a lot of 17, 18, 19 year olds doing, um, such a thought provoking show. And I don't, I'm not trying to like, like up my show or anything by no means. Am I saying there are any people that are out there my age or even younger doing what I'm doing? But, um, I just, I try to do the best that I can at a young age to impress all the people that, uh, come to watch my stuff. But I also work with on a daily basis to try to prove them, uh, prove that if there's a 60 year old man teaching me, uh, how to podcast that, yo, I can do it at 18 years old and mm-hmm. maybe we can be great together. Right. And, and what you saying that before you said that I was going to applaud you for even having the courage to start your own studio, your own, you have your own team and your own podcast. Like I remember when I was your age, I did, I didn't feel comfortable even mm-hmm. speaking in front of people and you're doing it and you're, I feel like you're ahead of the curve. Um, of your age bracket because many people like even with, with us we started this podcast it's been almost three years now um and i'm about to be 29 so i feel like i'm behind but 
I feel like you're ahead of the curve because you're learning the in and outs while you're still in school. You already establishing your uh, your brand, so to speak. And you're just I f- you're killing the game. I don't, like like you said, you don't want to toot your own horn, but you're you're doing a damn thing. Um, so be proud of that, because a lot of people your age are still trying to figure out what lane they want to be in besides mm-hmm. your your sports and your your rapper and. Like, it's different ways to get in different industries, but Correct. kids your age and even older still don't realize that it's other ways to be in the limelight, but you can be behind the scenes and still making an impact in many ways. And I and I just applaud you yeah. for just tape it, taking that leap of just doing your own thing and, and making it what it is today. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I don't, again, I don't want to discredit, I don't want to toot my own horn because, I, again, I don't know how many other people, um, obviously the people that I've put together on my team, they have some They have uh, some form of the same passion in a different sense or even beyond. Maybe they're going to be even bigger than me. I don't know, and I applaud them for that, but I always try to make sure I, um, I put people on the path that they need to be because I would hope somebody comes to do the same for me. But also, um, it's, I, I can't discredit anybody else for how they choose to succeed. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, doing, let's just say like doing or selling drugs is not my thing, but if that's how you make your money, then God bless you. That's what you're doing. And that's what works for you, but it's just not what works for me. And so I try to do whatever that I can, um, in my, my craft, which is content creating to try to be successful in my own way. What advice would you give somebody that's in your age bracket that wants to, uh, push forward and maybe it's not content media, but maybe it's clothing or maybe what advice would you give them? Cause it could be scary to, to go out there on your own and not really understand, but what advice would you give? Uh, regardless of what it, I really feel like, and this is, it sounds very cliche, but I've, I, as people ask me that and I give the same piece of advice, I think I've, I learned every time I say it, that it's cliche, but it's harder than it looks. You know, I'm a very, like I said, I'm a very, um, introverted extrovert but like you said Reggie like putting yourself out there um to be able to do these things to be able to say oh what about this idea you know to be the one that like everybody in a room like all right so we're going to do this well how about if we do it this way or you know like putting your putting your putting your voice out there so I think the advice would be literally to just do it I mean the the worst that could happen somebody says no or it doesn't work but one hey at least you did it or uh, without saying, or you did it and you could say that you tried, or at least mm-hmm. you uh, attempted to put yourself out there and do X, Y, and Z. You know, there's, there's, but it, like, I, like you said, it takes the courage to go ahead and do that. So I think once you say, you know what, I'm going to do this, you put your mind to it and get it done, regardless of the outcome, you still are one step ahead of where you were. You've already grown out of what, the situation already. So as long as you get out there and do it, who the hell knows? Maybe you have the next uh, Oprah Winfrey show. I like. I don't. I don't know what the possibility for me or anybody else out there is. But I'm. I. It, for you guys, you said you're. You said three years you've been doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Th- who that? Like the fourth year, you never know. Like what the heck could happen? You could be the next Joe Budden. And I. I pray um, and salute you guys because three years is a long time to be doing a podcast. And I understand what it's like for. Not consistently, but I've been creating content for so long. Um, I just recently got back to doing things consistently. And I know it takes a lot more work, but for you guys who have been doing it for three years, 
I understand it could get discouraging. Like, damn, like, when am I going to see the results that I'm looking for? But as long as you're doing it, you like, you're not going to get to step 50 if you don't get past step one or two. So that's true. That's hey, true. Hey, that was good. And I like how you said, um, don't be afraid to, to get the answer of asking somebody something and getting a no, because like, it is what it is. A no is a no, but like, even with like applying to jobs, you may not fit the criteria or the job description, but why not apply to that job anyway? Maybe they like something on your resume um, that you may not think they would like, but they like it. And then you get in that room. And then once you get in that room, you selling yourself. And and I feel like personally, once you get into the inter- interview room, it's easy to sell yourself because you, you are you just be yourself. Um, don't try to, be somebody else because most people can can see right through that. Most people can see like mm-hmm. he's not being himself or not being he, genuine. Yeah, yeah, and and when you're not genuine with anything, it, it just turns people off. So I'm I'm glad you said that because I've been reaching out to many different people uh, recently, uh, trying to get them on our uh, podcast, and a couple say yes, which we had on and we put out recently. But um, and many said no, but I'll take those yeses. And I'll keep reaching out to people because you never know who's going to say yes. Um, and I'm glad you are. Like I said before, you're you're ahead of the curve. Like, I don't even know how to explain it because I'm just happy for you because you're 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 a sophomore in college. Yeah. So you get an education <laughs> and you get an experience all at one time. So, yes, you're definitely uh, doing your thing. And um, we just appreciate you. Uh, giving us some wisdom too because it doesn't like I tell people all the time it doesn't matter the age of the journey you know sometimes somebody could be on a path longer than you shorter than you but they have some wisdom to bestow on you so we definitely appreciate some of the words of wisdom that you gave people like just do it you if you fail at least you try because you don't want to look back 10-15 years from now and you never try that's a horrible feeling that I would think someone would feel if you didn't even try so, so, and I think that I mean that kind of goes without saying. Also, like, it's okay, like, to say. I mean, I can admit that I've um, there were times where I've been like, "Yo, like, I've been doing it for two minutes, and I want immediate results." But that I feel like that comes with wanting immediate results, or I guess uh, verif- or validation comes with doing something like that, like putting yourselves out because it's just like you're waiting for your moment. You're waiting for your just do, but I'm, I, I'm a big believer. I'm a firm believer in God's timing. And even though, uh, certain things may take longer than others, like you said, um, I you'd be doing it for 10, 15 years. Who knows? Like I could, I could get my, I could sign my Spotify contract tomorrow when you right. guys have been doing it for three years, but it's really all about God's time for everybody else. And I'm a firm believer. It's going to work out for everybody. So before we talk about your other projects, what's next for the stay woke podcast? Uh, we just got back off. Well, this week coming up, um, we'll be, well, we just recorded today. So I don't know when this is dropping. So I'm just going to say today as, as we're recording this, mm-hmm. we just recorded our first episode back after a month long hiatus because um, we went on break one because we were shooting the new show and it just got very, very time consuming. But also uh, the, the, the point of the new show, and I know, I know we'll get further detail in it, but it's, to, it's an escape from reality. Um, it's a, just something for you to throw on just for pure entertainment, not to catch up on what the heck is going on in the world. But stay woke, as I said, is to keep people woke on what's going on. There's 2020 obviously has just been a crazy, crazy, unexplainable year. Mm-hmm. So I felt like when we were doing like for the past couple, the last couple episodes we were doing stay woke, it was 
George Floyd, then it was Breonna Taylor, then it was just the riots, and it, it started to become a little draining. Not talking about these things that matter, but like, yo, I want to keep people woke on the, the realities of life, but also, like, I do want to, like, I want you to throw on a podcast to enjoy as well. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that comes with talking about a podcast called, like, on a podcast called Stay Woke, but there was, it, it got to a point where I was like, all right, I don't want to lose sight of the enjoyment of this show mm-hmm. and talk about deaths and riots and killings and all this stuff back to back. So that played another part in us going on break, but we just, we just, um, literally, I literally just got home, um, from recording an episode, uh, with my team, with my crew and that's going to keep on kicking. Um, we had a plan at the top of this year cause our, our one year anniversary is the second, it's like Labor Day week. Mm-hmm. And initially we had our schedule was uh, episode 50 would have dropped that week. So it just kind of I mean 50 is like one of those numbers you celebrate. So it was going to kind of line up, but cause of COVID, we were going to do a, like a 50th episode, uh, like a live show type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we did like a, I guess, um, what's the word? Um, uh, uh, what is it called? When you do a soft opening, like we did like a soft opening version of it. We did a live show at Trent ice cream parlor at the top of this year just to see how it would work. And then we were going to do like a big 50th slash one year extravaganza but because of Corona, obviously that isn't happening. Um, so it's just, I guess getting back in the swing of things. I don't know what we're doing exactly to celebrate one year. I know we have some, we have merch out now and we're working on some new things to put out for the fans. Um, but just to keep kicking with that, uh, to try to balance that and Layton in color, because, um, like I said, stay woke is probably the most consistent thing I've done in years since I've started content creating. Um, and I'm proud of, the fan base is growing. I'm proud of the opportunities and stuff that it's met or that we ran into. I want to give a big shout out to a lot of the most notable people and things that we've done with the show. Um, we got invited to do a, a live taping at the grand opening of Trenton ice cream parlor. We had the legendary Sarah dash who was part of Patty LaBelle and the blue bells. We did a interview with Trenton mayor, Riga Fiora. Um, so we've done a lot on the program. I'm excited to see where the show continues to grow in the next couple of years. We had a, a virtual talent show. So, We've done a lot, and I'm glad that now that we're back, um, we're able to do more things with that as well. That's dope. That's dope. So let's let's talk about late in, in color. You said it's a show. Oh, you said a weekly show, right? Yes, it's a weekly show, and you say you're is like an escape from reality. So let's talk about that. Um, what went into the process of planning it, and um, how many episodes will we have? Will we see? And um, where we, where can we find it? So Layton in Color, um, as I mentioned earlier, one of my biggest dreams other than, well, I, I, I am the CEO of Von Lake Studios, but I want to obviously grow Von Lake Studios into a big, uh, I'm not going to say as big as Tyler Perry Studios, but, you know, to be on the level of Tyler Perry would be pretty, pretty good um, at some point in the future. But to have my own, like, successful production company, and then my other dream forever has been to be a late-night talk show host. And originally, Stay Woke was going to be a, like a late night talk show type thing, um, have interviews, play games, blah, 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 like a visual type thing. But when we started conceptualizing stay woke, I was on my way to college. So there was no like secure spot for me to do that. So quarantine went into effect. It probably was really like April, like right when quarantine went into effect. And I had the vision. I was like, yo, I don't, I mean, I don't know when obviously cause quarantine had happened. Mm-hmm. I want to do a late night show, something, you know, for people to, turn on, uh, watch and turn over in bed and enjoy, you know, put some, put a, a smile on people's faces before bed. Uh, some of my biggest role models are Jimmy Fallon, Conan O'Brien, people who do this, who do like the, the late night shows. Um, and so I started planning, I was talking to my girlfriend, like, what can we do? What can we do? 
um, and who could we do it with? Because like I said, I for me to be successful, I mean, it's possible by myself, but you know how, I mean, you two are doing this show together. And so I feel like I'm just better with people, you know, like mm-hmm. things when you have somebody to bounce off of. So yeah, I, I DM'd uh, one of my boys who I've known for 12 years, my boy Rashid Webb, who is my co-host. I literally was like, yo, I want to do a show. You down? He was like, sure. I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like no context at all. Um, a shout out to him. We started planning what the show would look like. And now uh, five months later, we have put together a team of seven of us total. We have a technical director, editors, writers, production assistants who we have put together in the span of five months, but more so two months of concrete planning. Like, like we had like initial like ideas here and there, but so all of July, we, we finished taping the show yesterday. Of uh, 29 episodes as a 10 to 15 or 10 to 20 minutes, I'm going to say. Uh, the first episode is a little bit longer because it's the first episode, but a 10 to 20 minute show where every week we come to you guys and we do some crazy unexplainable uh, challenge or game or just something dumb, but oddly entertaining for you to put a smile on your face. So our first episode that drops on August 12th, we, it, it comes, August 12th is my birthday. So mm. We had um, a dozen cupcakes. Six of them were regular cupcakes, and then the other six were compromised with tuna fish, uh, mm. salt, cayenne <laughs> oh. pepper, relish, all this stuff. And so we watched uh, a bunch of, like, birthday fail compilations, and we had to guess what happened before the fail happened. And if we got it right, we ate one of the good ones. If we got it wrong, we ate one of the bad ones. And then we do other things, like um, we do, like, a shot collar challenge. We did – I don't know if you guys have seen – the video of Jimmy Fallon and Jamie Foxx where they do like the different musical genre, like the impression. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, I, seen that. Mm-hmm. I did that. I did that with uh, a guest that you had on recently, Isaiah Alston. We did that with him mm. and another guy, Camry Jackson. And it was great. We did a gospel version of poison by Belle Biv DeVoe, which is, it was beautiful. Um, we sang Justin Bieber yummy as a, um, a reggae tune. <laughs> um, we, the TikTok sensations, the Splash Twins, we did a collaboration with them where they tried to teach me and my co-host some uh, TikTok dances, and it was it was terrible because we can't <laughs> dance at all, but it was it was hilarious. Um, so just different things we try to bring a light to, and as I said, um, we recorded everything in advance. One, because we don't know when quarantine, like what's going to go on quarantine, but also just because um, this show is not time-sensitive, like stay woke. We don't talk about, oh, Trump's, trying to do X, Y, and Z. We want this to be an escape from the reality. So for 10 to 20 minutes, before, like, like I said, put a smile on your face and episodes. So there's 29 episodes that you'll be getting, uh, for season one, starting on August 12th. You can find them youtube.com slash Bob leak. That's my name. Um, and they drop every single Wednesday at 7 PM and they're going to run season one runs from starting August 12th to the end of 2020. And then if people enjoy it and are receptive, then obviously we'll come back for a season two. Wow, it, that sounds super dope. I can't wait till it yeah, drops. Yeah, it sounds like a younger in living color, like it's just like a, or like a punk mixed with. That sounds really dope. That sounds dope. I'm gonna look forward to it. I'm definitely going to subscribe. So, thank you. Thank so, you. um, speaking of late in color in Vaunt Link Studios, what's what's what is Vaunt Link Studios, and what do you think it will be in the future? Uh, Vaunt Link Studios began as a it began as my production company where. I, I mean, obviously I've created content and everything that I've created has been a Vaunt League production, but I wanted to put a stamp on a lot of the things that I did. So I created the company to not only do that, but to also, um, it started off creating projects for other people, you know, as a young 
black male, but also as a young teen who need, was going to college. Obviously, I needed some type of financial um, income, uh, some type of finances. So, yeah. yeah, income, yeah. So I I made a company for me to be able to produce content for other people. Uh, and for a couple months, I did do it. I, I shot a wedding. Um, I shot yeah, I shot photos for a wedding. I got invited to do a video project with Trenton's mayor Reed Gutierrez, and that's available on the YouTube channel as well. I um, did some video work for. I did a lot of different projects for other people, but as I continued to do that, I realized that my passion was more so creating. Pro- it was creating passion projects for myself, whether it was more stay woke or late in the color or morning commute, whatever the shows were. So and. As, as the time came around where I made the decision to stop doing content for other people, quarantine came into effect, so it just kind of went hand-in-hand hand anyway. Um, and so now it's, like I said, it's my production company, which I hope to grow to become the next Tyler Perry Studios or the next Will Packer Productions, you know. Yeah. Um, Stay Woke is under Von Lee Studios. Uh, Layton and Colors under Von Lee Studios. I hope to continue to, in the future, maybe create short films or more series. I don't know what's down the pipeline, but I just, I know that uh, creating content is my dream and my vision. And if there's any way that I can continue to do that successfully, then I'll do whatever, whatever it is possible. And for the few, I guess, for this, I don't know where it'll be in the next five years, 10 years. Um, my next thing is obviously growing and hopefully growing more of an audience for the project that we put out, but also, to try to get a space for Valley Studios that way. Um, Cause right now we did, uh, we do everything out of uh, my base, my basement, but I want to obviously grow, be able to bring in more people and do uh, some more things. That's dope. That's dope. So um, you said you've been making content really since middle school. So thinking back then until now, how do you feel your content has grown, whether it be visuals, audio or anything? How do you think you have come from then till now? I definitely feel like I um, have grown more of a focus for what it is that I want to do. Back when I started making content, I kind of did what I, it was, it was whatever I want to do, what I wanted to do. And it still is, but I take it more so like, okay, what will work or what will audiences appeal to? You know, like back then it was me doing corny little skits um, that I did with my family members or just throwing together something just to post on YouTube, just for like for the heck of it. Cause it was fun. Um, but as time has grown, I've, I've seen what people are more receptive to and I've seen what, um, I guess what I, I mean, not all, I haven't always enjoyed it. Like there was a, a season where like pranks were more in season. There was a, a time where like the cinnamon challenge and chubby bunny were in like, and that just wasn't me. So, um, it's, I guess it started off with doing, I guess, whatever was just fun and entertaining for like family home videos to, okay, let me try to do things to appeal to audiences. Now it's kind of a mix of that. So now it's like, okay, let's make stuff that matters that people will care about, but I'm still enjoying doing like, so it's not in genuine. And I think that's a big uh, thing that content creators uh, struggle to do now. But I also think it's just like, cause YouTube, which we're bringing uh, stay woke is on streaming platforms, like Spotify and stuff like late in the color be on YouTube. Um, and I realized that people, People like shorter form content. It's because people, I, I don't know if it's people's attention spans. I know my attention span is very, very small. So mm-hmm. uh, shorter content works. Visuals work because people can put like a name to the, uh, the, the, the voice or whatever. So um, I, now it's thinking about that. What can I do visually that people wouldn't be able to understand uh, just by audio on Stay Woke? So like I, I named some of the things that we did that we're doing on Layton and Color. 
Um, and I, yeah. And then again, what will work for people? People have done shot college challenges, but what makes our shot college challenge different than everybody else is what, uh, we do in a video. It's like a, like a courtroom type thing called unpopular opinion, where I talk about why I think anime is trash, but it's like, okay, instead of me just talking about this, what'll make it more intriguing. And we do like an in color court. We call it in color court to go with like the latent color thing. And it's like, I present my case and then Rashid presents his counter argument. We have our announcer who's Kadir. Um, he's like the judge. So it's just, um, like I said, finding ways to make the stuff that we do original, but um, still fitting it with what people will enjoy. So, so on that note, um, ladies and gentlemen, look forward to latent color dropping next week. Um, we expect that to be great. Um, make sure you subscribe and, and look out for that. Um, so anything else Va- you want to say to the listeners before we let you go? Uh, yeah, well, you summed it up. Please just make sure you continue to follow everything Vaunt Leak. I promise, I promise if you give me a chance, I will do my, I'll do my <laughs> best not to disappoint. Um, my, you can follow me, keep up with me on Instagram is where my social media, where I'm most active at Vontleek, V-O-N-T-L-E-A-K. Um, check out Layton and Color, YouTube.com slash Vontleek. And then uh, Stay Woke is every single Sunday. Uh, there's no time. It just comes out every single Sunday on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. And then Layton and Color is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. You heard it here. And also, before we let you go, um, who should we have on the podcast, whether you know them or just somebody in general that you think we should have on? Uh, check out my boy, Tyler Gentry. My boy, Tyler Gentry, who was one of my um, team. He's uh, part of the Von League Studios team. He is an up-and-coming A&R manager. Who is, he's managing his first artist right now, but he is also a phenomenal, phenomenal poet. He's working on writing some things. Well, he's a phenomenal writer. Not, I'm not just going to limit it to poetry. He's a phenomenal writer, actually. He specializes in poetry, but he is he's my guy, and I don't know where I'd be without him also. And like I said, I'm always about putting uh, people who have put me on. I'm always, Because people have put me on, I'm, I'm all about putting people on. So Tyler Gentry, I'm looking for – brother, I'm calling you out right now, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to the uh, Playmaker Podcast with Tyler Gentry. Okay. And on that note, we thank you again, Vont Leak, for joining us and taking a little time out your day. Um, make sure you guys tune in to Late and in, in Color next week, August 12th. And also, happy early birthday to you, my brother. Thank you all for the birthday wishes. Thank you all for having me. We appreciate this, you, brother. This is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. Nikita Monroe Thomas. Peace. Peace. Visit our website at theplaymakerpodcast.com and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.